1: learn more at marines.com that person brought out all the food we didn't need (laughs) we ordered one round of food and got about seven rounds of 45 minutes to get anything and then they brought out the entire kitchen (laughs) the food food took so long to come matt was like "Mm -mm -mm, i ain't
0: having none of this right wait uh, where's the food i was in there cooking it myself get out (laughs) Hello and welcome back to the PitStop Podcast. Thanks to everyone for listening, rating the pod. We're nearing 10k subscribers on YouTube, which is absolutely mega.
1: I know, I'm glad they're going on YouTube now. If you haven't watched you on YouTube yet, type in Pit Stop or Jake and Fan And go and subscribe <laughs> and let's get 10k, that'd be great.
0: Yeah, do it, do it right now. Pause the pod, do it right now.
1: The only thing is we've got a, someone sat in front of us who I think the channel might have a million so yeah he, his, our 10k doesn't seem quite as he's a bit <laughs> of a big dog in the scene isn't he <laughs> ladies
0: and gents we are joined by none other than matt gallagher hello lads how's it going
1: <laughs> very, very well very
0: good thanks a bit Is it got a million it has yeah wtf One yeah, has a million yeah, subscribers yeah. That's now. huge man
2: yeah it's been it's been a it's been a long project a long venture but uh, yeah i think we're about 1.1 now and uh, can't forget that 100k you know what i mean like that's a lot of people to forget <laughs> where's yeah. the mill plaque? Uh, it's actually in my office, just kind of sat there, just chilling right now. It's not been put up or anything because I'm terrible with putting things up on walls. Yeah. Like, just, I get so
0: dad to do it, to be honest. I'm just like, yeah, come over, sort it out.
1: I want the 100k pack, we're going to cut it off. However you want it.
0: No, I want it. You've already got one.
1: I've got two. You got two. I'm <laughs> having that fucking black. <laughs> no, you can have it if you want it.
0: Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. We're also joined uh, on the other side of the room by
1: Sophie Whoa! Make some noise. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. We're going to go for drinks after this podcast. <laughs> we are. We haven't had any already. No, we haven't, sadly. Gasping.
0: No. But Matt... Let's just hit it off straight away. I wanted to do this pod. Like I didn't want it to be an interviewer because we know you already. We've met you a few times already. Um, you're a giant in the F1 world. Like I think you guys are probably top of your game at the moment. And I just want to know like, how did it all start? Like how did you get into this this whole circus?
2: Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a mad journey. It's weird to think that this is even like what I'm doing. And I think it's probably the same for you guys where you just kind of sit there and go, wait, no, I talk about Formula One. like. For fun and i get paid it's mad um but yeah i mean i've been part of wtf on for nearly six years five and a half years um but before then i had nothing to do with formula one all i did was a silly little channel where i shouted at uh, formula one games and (laughs) it was just a hobby but i used to work with young people in schools uh doing sort of like counseling sort of stuff with them oh cool um and yeah i didn't really know where i was going in life and but then i had this fun channel as i said, and. And one day, Tommy, the WTF One founder, he uh, he he messaged me. He, he DM'd me on Twitter, um, and I was like, "Oh my god, Tommy's me. <laughs> no, That Because even then, WTF One, I was like, "That's that's the that's yeah. the funny lot," you know. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was just this you know stupid kid shouting at games. And and Tommy's like, "Oh, we've got this uh, opportunity potentially coming up with WTF One, and, and we're going to like launch a YouTube channel, but we can't really say too much." And you know usually you try and play it quite cool. I replied within one minute <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, so tell me more. And, uh, and then, yeah, so we get, got talking, had loads of interviews and, and whatnot. And yeah, the rest is history. It's, 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 it's mad to even think back on it really.
1: What was that? Like how many years ago was that?
2: So that would have been 2017, maybe late 2016 we started talking. So yeah, quite a while ago. So wow. you've
1: been there for what, five five years? Yeah, yeah. And how long's
2: WTF1 been going as a whole? Our WTF1's been going on for yonks. I think Tommy... Who people would think he's still about, He's about twenty years old because he's a baby face, mm. but he's like thirty-four, I think. And, yeah, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. I have no idea. that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, and he started his uh, WTF one in his university bedroom because he just wanted to, to do like funny memes yeah. about Formula One, mm. and it was just a Facebook page. It was just a bit of fun, uh, and then he got a bit of traction, and then he built a website, and then eventually he uh, he sold the company to a to a company called Car Throttle, who are in the automotive uh, YouTube space as well. Uh, And yeah, and he's kind of worked for the brand ever since, really.
1: Did the launch of the YouTube channel have anything to do with Drive to Survive? It seems like very similar. No, because Drive to
2: Survive was, I I think, just after. So the channel, I think, was mainly just because they saw an opening uh, in the, in the space of F1 YouTube wasn't really not in the actual talking about the sport. It was more about gaming and you didn't, it was quite loosely yeah. sort of covered uh, and they saw an opportunity because of, you know, there was a reasonable audience on WTF one over the, the social media platforms and the website. They thought, well, look, let's add a YouTube channel in and yeah. And kind of, that's where they started it. And then they got me on, on board this, you know, oh, I, I remember my first uh, interview, like I had like a proper Thing at the uh, Autosport International in Birmingham where they had like a test shoot for me. And bearing in mind, you know, all I'd done was like a microphone and talk over Formula One games, but they got me to do some presenting, and I'd never done presenting. Oh, wow! <laughs> Throwing the deep end, yeah. First thing, I'm like, where yeah. do I put my hands? Like, genuinely, uh, if, you, if Ricky you look Bobby fa- thing. If you, if you <laughs> literally. <laughs> I wasn't quite like that. I was more like rigid down here, uh, And it's still on the channel actually. Um there's this Lotus 49 video I'll, all, I'll never forget it. But I was just like interviewing and my hands I honestly, my arm placement was all over, like it wasn't even all over the shop. It was just there and I was just dead. But cuz I was so busy thinking about what I would say. And yeah, I, was like, I don't yeah. know anything about this Lotus 49, but they're telling me to talk about it. <laughs> and yeah, it was it was nerve-wracking, but thankfully they saw a, a diamond in the rough or whatever you want to call it and uh, and they kept me on, so yeah, it was good. Oh,
0: that's so that's so cool, man, to hear that. Like, I love those stories. Like, it's similar to Will Buxton, like the the university thing, and then just growing it from there. And yeah, you guys are literally like the biggest F one related YouTube channel, I think that goes at
1: the minute. I, th- I think so. Yeah, it's 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 insane. Yeah, um, we've been watching the stuff you guys do before we launched. I remember seeing you right way before we launched and looking at everything you guys did. Um, and the channel is ju- is just so big. Do you think that? personality is coming out more in f1 related content than what it used to be because i was looking back at old videos and i just feel like everything used to be quite serious Mm. and now everyone is just like we can do what the fuck we want really like i think people get way more invested now in a person than like a load of stats
2: yeah absolutely um yeah, it's it's, it's interesting once you think of the transition. I suppose, yeah, with WTF one, we used to do a lot of listicles, a lot of things that were just teaching our audience, you know, seven things Michael Schumacher oh, did his career. And, well, you know, I all need that to learn okay. <laughs> I mean, you're wearing a Michael Schumacher shirt. Hopefully, you were uh, got inspired <laughs> yeah, by I am, I mean, yeah. it <laughs> Don't know <anything laughs> I about sh- him,
1: but I'm wearing it. <laughs> oh, don't say that. He's my hero. <laughs> okay, sorry.
2: <laughs> I won't quiz you on it then. um But but yeah, I think definitely a lot of people invest more and. Probably the same with you guys, you know, invest in the personalities, you guys picking up Formula One and learning. They love that that sort of personality side, the adventure that you guys are going. And for me, everyone tunes in to watch me cry about Ferrari every week. So <laughs> I know, I've seen th- the videos. Th- 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 there's, yeah, there's there's quite an emotional connection, I guess, and bond with, you know, our viewers. And a lot of people just love to see the not just me, but also Tommy and the fact that he's a Verstappen fanboy and I was mocking him at the start of the season. Ah, yeah, 43 points ahead. <laughs> that worked out well, didn't
0: it? Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, crying myself this <laughs> Every night, <laughs> literally. Yeah.
2: exactly so no, it's it's it has changed the space has changed a lot and i think more people just want to hear our opinions and at the end of the day you know our tagline is you know we are fans making content for fans we're not a serious media outlet there to just give you news yeah. we do
1: do that mm. but we add a layer of sort of personality to it as well which uh, hopefully complements it and it's brought you some amazing opportunities because we've seen you've done so much with drivers like you've made video- what how what drivers have you done stuff with or oh, quite a few yeah um, i know um, that's yeah. what i mean yeah well, there's yeah, some yeah. of the big names though well you've done vettel i've seen Vettel. i've seen leclerc
2: yeah so i guess on the current grid what we did a interview with george russell a few years ago back when he was with williams uh, that was uh, around drive to survive one of the releases they gave us an opportunity which was cool um, we sat very close like it was very odd like our legs <laughs> oh, I've were basically seen it. touching I've seen it are you on yeah.
1: like chairs sat next to each yeah. other I and mean, what were you asking him or talking about it, it was remember. about
2: um, what does it feel like for to press the brakes really hard for the first time I think that's what we titled it um, okay so it was just like a 15-20 minute interview and we did like a reaction game with him and stuff but yeah, I just remember being sat really close to it, but that was just <laughs> the way that their cameras had been set up, and mm. I was like, "Our kneecaps are like touching." <laughs> yeah. I paid to good me. money for that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel really comfortable on camera then, or were you still learning? Like, not
2: really. Uh, I think that was maybe a, a year or two in, and. Uh, I was probably getting a little bit more confident, but then there's this, you know, Netflix production around you, yeah. and there's loads of people watching behind the camera, and yeah. you're going, "Oh, this is a little bit nerve wracking." But no, it's it's cool because you know you, you kind of learn every time you do a driver interview, and you know we've been lucky enough to spend a lot of time with Danny Rick, for example. That's probably the one we've done the most because uh, we had a really good opportunities with you know brands and whatnot. And you know, I've I've featured in an Infinity advert with Danny Rick where he was doing donuts. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the employee of the month. Um, advert that Danny Rick did. And I've not no, seen I that. I haven't. I've not seen that. We should watch it because uh, at one point I feature, and I'm the guy that sat in the passenger seat of the Renault, and he just gets in, and he's basically trying to be employee of the month and sell the car to me, <laughs> no and he way. does donuts and stuff like that. Like, you, that know, you just look lovely. back. It. It's it, it's uh, yeah, it's countless like really cool stuff that I, I'm so fortunate as well to be able to not just experience it, but go back on the YouTube channel and have like a yeah. a library of stuff where I can go, mm. oh, that was, that was awesome. You know, someone was filming me doing it. It's, yeah, it's mad.
1: Yeah, like being a, you're a massive F1 fan yourself as well. Yeah. So that's the, that's the difference, right? Because most of the people working in the sport and on Sky Sports or whatever, a lot of them are like previous drivers or whatever. So there's a new wave of people that have come through as fans, but they will be able to get the same opportunities, which is why I think it's really interesting where we've been getting people on the pod and talking about like their journeys into how they did it. Do you think it's possible for people listening to go and do what we do and easily make channels and start up stuff like this?
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, the fact that I'm in this position proves that. (laughs) I I didn't have a clue what I was doing about six years ago. And to think that literally all all I, I I just see myself as a very normal person that just loves Formula One. And I think the main thing that people enjoy is just that seeing that passion and that enthusiasm for something. And that's what people really invest in. Um, But no, absolutely. I think, obviously it's getting more crowded the space nowadays and more and more people yeah. but then that's probably from seeing people do it and going oh, i want to have a go and i think the, the key thing is don't expect to be you know get results overnight you know you've got to just be so grounded in the sense of i'm gonna do it for fun i'm gonna show my passion i won't change what i want to do for what someone else is telling me to do mm-hmm. I just go for it you know and at the end of the day i did it as a hobby to begin with i was making stupid videos on youtube Playing COD 4 as well, right? Yeah, well, everything. Like, (laughs) stupid stuff,
1: you know. (laughs) Oh, Oh, you're a COD 4 guy? Oh, Yeah, COD 4. I've I've been making montages since COD 5, COD 4. Yeah. Yeah, iBoise goes years back, mate. I yeah. had Dazzle, Capture Card, mm-hmm. Hawkish PVR, MLG, like um, MLG competitive gaming. Game Battles, the lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Modded I, controllers. Oh, of course, yeah. You're like holding it like this or something <laughs> like yeah. I had the lot, mate. That's where it stemmed for me. My like, first YouTube one, it. I
2: think, was, <laughs> you've probably never heard of this Capture Card, but it's called a Blitzbox HD. Yeah, oh, no, oh yeah. I don't that know was what that serious is. serious
1: stuff. Like, was I remember shit. that was F1 on the 10. end of the bed with my Sony Ericsson. It was for me. My phone literally salotape to the the phone. Yeah, that's I, what I do. I
0: used to get my mum to hold my camera when I'm
1: <laughs> playing Guitar here. Mum, come here and film this. I promise I'll do a good one this time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's funny how things evolve from like what you what you like as kids and it's years of experience though I think. Like if you've been doing YouTube for that long and making videos on your own it's a crossover and it, it all comes out later on. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it is like because a lot of people watch
2: your stuff now and go, oh, they've just like fallen into it but then we just mentioned, like, you know, I was plugging my wheel onto a rickety old table and Mm -hmm. you know as you say like getting trying to put up a camera somewhere that there's a like a windowsill or something oh that's about right and you know it's 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 that slog of learning all that sort of stuff is 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 priceless at the end of the day yeah
0: but for that stuff like uh, enthusiasm is so key I think you know we have we have zero facts, and everyone knows this now. We don't know shit. But You but own it. You own it. don't you? The people get off on the fact that we just we just love the sport, and we're so enthusiastic. Well, I do about think
1: it. we're getting better. Oh, caught cool. of, oh, yeah. I but actually slightly. think we know a lot more than we we're think. We're getting
0: there. We're I not. Hope we're so. not
1: this guy. But we're no, getting I'm not there. Not the encyclopedia, don't
2: worry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know a fair fair bit more than us. But you can see your enthusiasm when you watch your videos, and even when you're doing a video when you're not on camera and you're just talking, you hear the enthusiasm in your voice, like when you got the chance to drive that Formula One car and mm-hmm. afterwards, like you're, you're fucking crying, man. Mm. And that's like just the, the raw emotion that everyone wants to see, you know? Yeah, that was, that. I mean, that particular video was so early on in like the whole
2: career. That that was 2017. So we just started the YouTube channel. And um, it's a funny story really, because I got a, an email from this agency. It was a French agency. So it was actually really broken English. So I've read it and gone, it's like blah 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 blah. This competition. So essentially, they were to give you context. They were doing this competition where one, like, lucky winner be able to win an F one car, but uh, win, an car, win to drive an <laughs> F one car. But they had to do this whole fitness driving other cars basically proving yourself yeah. and one person be selected and they wanted a media partner essentially to make a video and they're like oh you will also get to drive the formula one car at the bottom <laughs> in like the, the fine most print. casual statement at the bottom <laughs> of the email after this massive i was like there's no way it's gotta be fake that is I genuinely... yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. i'll reply anyway yeah sure really interested <laughs> turns out to be real <laughs> and i'm like okay all right fine and obviously went through the whole journey i mean f- the fitness video people really enjoy because i Nearly died, you know. Uh, I, I, in the video, I tried. I did one pull up, and that was uh, the end of me. Uh, when it comes one to one pull up yeah, past you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, one was clearly enough, but ever since then, I've been like, pull ups, Matt. Come on, you can do two. <laughs> you can do two. Uh, but yeah. So then, uh, yeah, that whole thing was just mad because <laughs> at the end of it, we've gone. Well, what do we do now? Like, we've driven an F1 car. Just yeah. delete the channel. It's over. <laughs> you're not gonna. You're not <laughs> gonna top it. it. That's <laughs> it. Uh, and you know that you said about me crying and stuff. That the funny thing was, obviously, I was mic'd up, thinking, "Oh, i was going to do an outro." And I got mic. I think I was already had my mic on. Got out of the car, and obviously, you know, I'm back in the distance of the cameraman, so he can hear me again. Obviously, reacting, and then I go and call my mum. But I'm so early in my job, I forget I'm mic'd up. So mm. I'm just
1: oh man, I'm so
2: and you know I and then I've
1: <laughs> afterwards, That's so pure. I love it. Ethan that. on
2: the camera I was like, I recorded all of that stuff. Are you joking? <laughs> uh, and and yeah, I just you know, I remember that day like it was yesterday because I just remembered going every second I have to take advantage of and remember because this is never going to happen again. Like yeah. this, this
0: opportunity is never going to come around again. And yeah, it was just mind-boggling. What's it like driving a driving an F1 car? Cuz I I remember watching Top Gear and like Richard Hammond was in an F1 car and he was saying how hard it is like he couldn't get it to start mm. straight away but you seem to just fly out like are yeah. you a, are you a natural or like what what's well, going I'm on there? Any
2: I know Alpine are looking for a driver so <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no it, I think um Richard Hammond drove an uh, an older F1 car that maybe wasn't running traction control. I, I think because wow. the one that I drove was technically the Lotus 2012, even though it was branded Renault. So it would have been Kimi Raikkonen's winning car from Abu Dhabi and stuff like that, which is just mad. Oh, wow. And um, so it's a very good car. Like And uh, yeah, it was, because I was rolled out of the pits. So the first, the competition winner went out first and he was quite tentative. You know, he was kind of, mm, you know, just, he was quite scared that, you know, if I bin this, it's over, you know, I'm not going to be able to pay this back. Um,
1: Did you have to sign anything before that was like, if you crush it, you've got to pay for I
2: th- it? I think at the beginning, I didn't really read all the terms and conditions. Just, I, I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm probably glad <laughs> if one was like, you have to pay for everything you break. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I remember being roll, rolled out of the pits because the guy was told previously to just, Go out the pits with the hand clutch because obviously the clutch is on the steering wheel. But he kept stalling it. So then for my go, they rolled me out. But the funny thing is, as well, I forgot about this until just now. I got told after the competition winner uh, they were packing away, and I was going, no, but, oh, "Hold on, hold on, there's, there's still me to go." You know, bearing in mind this is literally the best day of my life. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I'm about to drive the Formula and One car. You're watching them
0: pack up in front I'm, of you, and they're, like, put I away gone. We- they're
2: putting away the wheels. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "Hold on, oh, you got no. me." So I'm yeah, it's genuine. So I'm goes. Uh, no, we've got one more me hi <laughs> hi i'm going to drive that and they had no idea so anyway there was a conversation they went okay no fine okay you can go in and i was like oh my god you know genuinely i, I saw my dream crumbling before me <laughs> yeah. but thankfully they said yeah and anyway so i come out roll out the pits and i mean my god like the, the there's obviously there's absolutely no travel whatsoever in the brake like the brake you move it about 1 millimeter. that's full that's Super full brake right? yeah wow yeah. But the throttle like you press it and I'm just like okay oh my god my head's just gone and you'll see it when I'm uh upshifting so I did basically half of Silverstone Um so just about coming into Magus and Beckett's so turn right uh, and go on to uh Wellington Strait is that the one yeah yeah Wellington Strait yeah
0: I think that's the one yeah definitely yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me yeah.
2: just yeah. I, I was conferring yeah
1: yeah, yeah definitely got it right just go with you, yeah yeah back, back <laughs> me guys
0: back me <laughs>
2: But I remember just because I was told I'd get one outlap, one lap and then I'm in basically. So that's it. No time. The whole video, it shows you um, how much time I had in it. And I just remember, you have to press the, the throttle fully and you just have to go for it. So I remember just kind of coming out the pits... Oh, that's pretty quick. Okay, going around the corner onto Wellington Street. I'm like, okay, Matt, you just got to send it. So I just apt- just floored it, and then you just see my head going, and honestly, you, you just can't control your head because obviously the neck muscles just nowhere yeah. compared to what the F1 drivers are. Wow. Uh, I didn't push it in the brakes because I had no idea how they would work or if I'd even have the pressure mm. to be able to actually, um, you know, slow down. Um, so I did that, and I was like, wow, okay. And then I remember. I think it's what would have been the old last corner. Oh, can't, um, I'm trying to think. Yes, yeah, just after Went straight, you got the left, then the right. And then you have a small kink going into the old pit straight. And I remember going, like, right, I'm going to send it here as well. So I sent it out of that right-hander before the kink onto the old pit straight. And even that tiny kink, which in the F1 game, I'm like, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> fine. I remember going like that, going like li- turning like that at full throttle. And I was like, whoa, oh my God. <laughs> so my I remember God. lifting ever so slightly and then going back onto throttle. So I was like, that honestly, the, the change of direction, even for that tiny bit... I was yeah. like, it gave me so much appreciation for F1 drivers thinking, not only do they have to do this, but there's 19 other drivers around and they've got to have the awareness. And, <laughs> and they've got
1: to do it for like an hour yeah, and a half 60, 60 laps or something yeah. crazy. I mean, I yeah. was,
2: it, it wasn't like I was finished because I wasn't, tr- you know, the, the brakes are where it would have killed me. Uh, and I didn't want to take any liberties with that. Mm. But I just, yeah, it was just the best day of my life sorry Soph when you know if we have kids and whatever it will still be the best <laughs> day of my life genuinely
0: Oh, well, well hopefully one day we get to go to car mm, I don't know if I trust myself to be honest <laughs> it'd be well, way too get, on, uh, get on the phone
2: To Paul Ricard, they do um, I think some some laps with with cars, and I think there's Magni Core as well. Like if you can get a little oh, yeah. crowd fund going, they they do older F1 cars, and you have to, you have to pay. But I'm sure you you know really how much up. is it? Oh, mate, like, exactly. I, I yeah, don't even up. know. Uh, I, I was never looking to pay, <laughs> <laughs> but no, there's thousands of people. Let stones. the people pay.
1: <laughs> Silverstone do
0: like a free cars, don't
1: they? Yeah, F3 they do. Experience. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah.
2: That was um, that was the the warm up that I had was in the F three-ish car around where i was gonna go and um yeah it's it's very different
1: (laughs) (laughs) well that's one day one day fabs one day we'll get there mate don't worry about it (laughs) so you said you're a big ferrari fan as well yes ferrari always
2: yeah well i mean michael schumacher was my hero growing up probably because i was a glory hunter at you know a young age yeah i was plonked in front of a tv from about three my dad loved formula one like you're gonna love formula one and and i did took it you know and and i've watched it ever since and michael schumacher you know winning all the time i was like yeah this is my guy Mm. and uh you know even if he was out the race i'd turn off the tv you know don't want any more of this yeah i'm off um not anymore as a leclerc fan i you know i have to watch it as well with my job (laughs) but yeah yeah, michael was uh, what was was it like
1: that day you filmed with leclerc by the way what happens when you're sat there does he just like randomly walk in
2: oh for the uh, leclerc yeah when you Miami did the driving if you film
1: with like no, someone like, how i does wish it, work?
2: it was us just like oh he just pops in we were there for probably 5 hours before he arrived so okay. it was he he had this stacked filming day and we had a slot and you know we were doing a, a, a sponsor piece with Cody uh, you know Cody's for the new f1 game and we were told this is the slot kind of what time charles going to you know be ready for you and so we had 15 minutes that was it you know that was what we were allotted you know, no more um because he's got to go and rag a race car around a track in america or something it's like okay cool <laughs> and uh yeah so you, you know just, we were there setting up testing everything so obviously we did the used eye drive thing which was quite a funny concept yeah it was that, great i like that, that um you know and he was really sarcastic wasn't
0: that was a great. last minute thing it wasn't wasn't it meant to be different? I swear you telling us that it was going to be yeah, different. Yeah,
2: it, it, we had another idea which was involving both the sims and we were going to race each other and then like some technical issue meant that we couldn't do that essentially. So we had a backup idea of You Steer I Drive which turned out to be so much better yeah, than racing. Yeah. No, no, the race video was it. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And it was almost like a blessing in disguise really. Um, and yeah, it was really fun because uh even though he knew W T F1 were filming with him he he hadn't really clocked that I'd actually be there and I remember t- kind of walking around to the side of him as he was in the sim practicing like getting ready and whatever and he was like oh matt and i was like hey W T F1 and no he was uh, he was really cool and um yeah he kind of almost like brightened up immediately which was great because he'd been doing a bit more like boring i guess pr stuff previously mm-hmm and that's the kind of thing that makes my job so worthwhile is when you know you can get the content that you really want out of them and and they kind of enjoy it and and uh and I think the video kind of came across and and you know he was like really sarcastic and it was almost like he was in that sort of lockdown streaming era where you know he can just have fun and just come out with whatever he wants and you know that's my job to make sure that he feels comfortable to do that and yeah it's it's cool as well obviously being uh a Leclerc fan to to see it. well at the time I was like oh how good is it that you're leading the championship eh <laughs> that was the, the,
0: the worst jinx I have put ever like it's 80 points behind now what have I done I don't know what is going on by the way it's it's not a great not great for Ferrari it looks so good in the beginning of the season and then it's just kind of teetered off a little bit which is sad yeah yeah it's depressing
2: um it's, we we did a video recently on the uh, WCF1 YouTube channel where it was like how many points of Ferrari actually lost and it was kind of breaking down every race and oh, hypothetically don't, don't looking at uh, you know, where, how many points are lost and we kind of worked out and this isn't even the swing to Verstappen because of course if Leclerc's winning and, and Verstappen's second it's not a seven or you know 25 point loss in terms of you know Leclerc losing a victory but it's also 32 because you've got Verstappen being promoted but this is just from the positions he lost and it was like 125 points he's lost oh. and that's just from the positions wow. you know, then you think of the swing it's more uh, and, and that's mind-boggling obviously some of it's to I think most of the points were to reliability because of course he's lost a few from the lead uh, there are obviously strategy blunders um, the most recent being Hungary and that being, oh, God. Because obviously we do watch-alongs as well on Twitch, so people are seeing my Yeah, yeah I've seen the reactions, reactions I've seen them. And, <laughs> I mean, it's every week. I'm like, please, give me a day off. Just give me a boring strategy. You know, yeah. look, the team radio is like, oh, what strategy? And they're always like, plan Z. <laughs> 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 Just give me a plan A, Ferrari. <laughs> fucking plans have they got, man? <laughs> yeah, so many of them. I think Tommy said at one point in the more, one of the more recent races, he was like, oh, I bet Ferrari are going to come over with, like, plan F or something. And they came up with, like, plan E. And it's like. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) give us a break just i just want one normal race weekend hopefully spa this weekend just want a victory like
1: fab said that he thinks uh ferrari struggle with that stuff because they haven't been at the top for a while do you think that definitely plays into it like they're now they're now dealing with being in the lead and proper winning races they're not used to being in that position on the grid
2: yeah it's it's weird to say that because ferrari they they used to dominate in the you know the early noughties with with Schumacher and it's it's, it's weird to think that their last world championship was in two thousand and seven with with Kimi that's fifteen years ago wow, so clearly like something that? is something's fundamentally wrong but because it's not as if they've not had a car to challenge since then because they have they've had Vettel leading the title in twenty what was it seventeen or something and you had Leclerc winning races in twenty nineteen so they have had a good car um, but it's just yeah, it's been a bit eye-opening this year to see that there there is you know, fundamentally things wrong. Like one, they can't seem to just favour Leclerc and be like, "Signs, get out the way. You know, just move out. No, none of this. Oh um, uh, yeah, no, go a bit faster. That, yeah. Oh, mm. we're checking. Blah blah blah. Just get him out of the way. It's like you know, they were ruthless with Perez. I think in Spain, they just got him out of the way when when Verstappen was. They coming have to through. be able to
1: do that to have a winner.
2: Yeah, and I know they have done it a little bit at Silverstone and. But it's just so tentative. They, don't, they feel like they don't want to be what they were in the past, which is so weird because Barrichello, when he was Schumacher's teammate, he, he disappeared off the racetrack as soon as Schumacher got anywhere near him. You know, it was always, yeah, come through, Michael. It was always for the good of the championship, always for the good of Michael being that number one. Yep. And Leclerc, I know he didn't beat Sainz in the championship last year, but you know, there's a lot of bad luck and a lot of people are like, oh, Sainz is the better teammate. No, he's not. And you know, let's actually look at what he's done this year. Leclerc has been faster almost every single race weekend, and yet Ferrari still are uh, incapable do you to think go they're just unwilling to front foot forward. Yeah, they, they. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand. We've
1: just felt like so many of the teams now have gone because there's been you know like signs one has signs won a race this season. Signs has won a race yeah, this season. Yeah. season. Yeah. 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 yeah, we felt like some of the teams have just not been able to settle one two. I mean, Red Bull clearly look like they do, and you know, Verstappen will get the we'll get to go through if he needs to. But I do reckon if like Perez was winning, I don't reckon they'd then, if he was winning by quite a bit, I don't reckon they'd switch it back just so he got the points. But it seems like Ferrari really aren't able to see who's a one-two surely that's got to be a big problem within like we're new fans but so you know we've what, never man, seen yeah, it, yeah. before.
0: it, it we started watching drive survive season one again the other night just to like because when we first watched it we knew nothing so like now that we know a little bit about it it's nice to like rehash and go back and yeah. check everything out and seeing the the ricardo and verstappen thing that was going on at red oh, bull yeah. it's very similar i feel like to what's going on with ferrari like they were kind of
1: When like, he went into the back of him yeah, like in Azerbaijan.
0: They, yeah, they had Verstappen who was this like new emerging talent who like they knew he was good and they wanted like wanted to push him, but then Ricardo is like, well, what what about me? Mm. Sort of thing as well. So you can see how it gets like there's like a grey area where like when you do have two blinding blindingly good drivers, like how how do you decide like who's gonna be first?
2: Yeah, it's I guess that's why Danny Rick eventually left Red Bull because he couldn't deal with the fact that it was becoming and was a Verstappen team, but that makes so much sense because you look at Verstappen's results over the last three years, and he has the most ridiculous stat of you know the last fifty or fifty-five races. whatever of his, if he hasn't been hit or you know got some sort of damage, yeah. he's been on the podium, uh, and that's wow. he, how big is his trophy cabinet? And he's like twenty-four yeah, well, or something. Out like, of the thirteen races
1: this season, he's won nine of them. Yeah, so. Say me, spat. <laughs> that was
2: really love good. That. You, you had that on your hand. Like, you yeah, want to man, that, one out, that was
0: all you? I had for the whole episode. Cheers, <laughs> for watching guys. You're gonna get hired by WTF one. I can see it coming already.
1: Please, we love it. Matt's gonna get sacked. Get he's, gonna be the new, he's gonna be the new pit stop <laughs> 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 We'll just swap round. Should move now. <laughs> technically, is that they got podcasts? So this There's a rival one. Actually, we should keep that. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what we got. You ever really
0: locked? Well, Boys coming again. Oh God, we are. So funny. (laughs) That Matt isn't a bad chap either, is he?
1: He's alright, yeah, he's quite funny. He's telling some interesting stories. I'd love to hear a bit more, though. I haven't had enough yet.
0: Well, Jake, if you want to hear more from not just us, but this guy, Matt WTF1 from the WTF1...
1: What, you're telling me there's a way that I can listen to, like, more of this episode? Oh,
0: there absolutely is. Oh, wow. All you have to do is click on part two,
1: which will... In theory, be above this one on whatever device or platform you're listening on. Go and listen to part two. Hope you enjoy it. Rate the podcast five stars. Click the follow button. We hope you enjoy it. Spirit Studios.